0: okay well we already had some good stuff being said haven't we glory to God hallelujah thank you father uh you know what would you put up there uh Colossians Colossians 1 you know this this is one of the prayers that we're supposed to be saying every day and verse 9 m mm. Let's go to the King James, here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is kind of... Um... And, and it starts out, for this cause. Got it up there? Yeah. For this cause, since the day we heard it, we do not cease to pray for you, And it's it's whoever, you can put whoever. We do not cease to pray for the body of Christ. And to desire that all of us would be filled with the knowledge of God's will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. See you can have the wisdom, you can have you you can know the knowledge of God's will, but you gotta have the wisdom to carry it out. And you have to have the spiritual understanding of what to do and what not to do. Why? So, And it's the cause of Christ. And why? It's verse 10. So that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. And then you might be fruitful in every good work. Increasing in the knowledge of God. See, okay, it, okay, I, I just thought of something. When, when you, husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend, <laughs> if, you, if you don't get to know each other, you can't really fall in love with each other. <laughs> you can't. You have to be around each other. You have to have relationship. And see, that's the same thing. This is the same thing. That you would, uh, oh, I was looking in half light. Okay, that you would walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing and be fruitful in every good work and increase in the knowledge of God. When you start to increase in the knowledge of God, you start to know the Word and you start to know the Word even without looking at it. When, When something happens, just like she was saying, it says, rejoice. In other words, you lost your joice, uh-huh. your right. juice. Right. 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 <laughs> and so you have to re-get it. Right. And, it and it says it twice. Rejoice yeah. in the Lord. How often? Oh, always. Right. Well, it's not always fun when you hear a bad report, right. when you hear something about your relatives. But you know what? That's what God wants us to do. He wants us to move out of it. Right. Yeah. Oh, sure. You know, that, that's... Uh, I mean, I haven't always done it, but sometimes I have. You can come. God has so much wisdom in his, in his word to help you overcome. Okay, so let's keep going. I keep jumping to the wrong one. Okay, strengthened. You, you're increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened with all might. That word actually is dunamis and it means dynamite power, really explosive power. Strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. Well, when's the money going to come in? <laughs> I'm getting threatened. We're trying to, let's say you're building something and you, when's the money going to come in? Long suffering with joyfulness. Or maybe it's a long, you, you have to take care of somebody, one of your loved ones, one of your children, one of your spouse, whoever it is, a relative or anybody that is sick and it's long suffering with joyfulness and you have to keep your joy. But see, you want to just sit back and cry and give up. Amen? Now, I didn't plan, I'm not really preaching on this, but I want it. This is a prayer that we say every day. See, for this cause, the day we heard it, I do not cease to pray for my children, for my grandchildren, for my husband, for all the people at Living Word, for blah, 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 blah. You put people's names in here and say it. In fact, I can say this in the dark. I've said it so many times. So it's all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness. So our son died July 24th of this year. 55 years old. Okay, very unexpectedly fast within one month. And um, so we joy in the fact that I knew he was in heaven. <laughs> See, with joyfulness. And of course, you know, there's certain times that comes up and, you know, you, and, and you know, my own pastor, who was in California, uh, told me, to grieve, if you grieve, and she's and you know, really start to feel like crying, she says, do it in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. In other words, speak to God and have God be present and, and worship him, yeah. and then, then let it go. <laughs> I mean, then just let it go. And he'll you can feel his arms around you, she said. But she lost her husband in a plane crash. I mean, she ought to know, unexpectedly. So you know what, this, what we read in the word, is, and see, what I'm going to talk about is Jesus was the word made flesh. When you speak the word, Jesus is on the scene. But let's, okay. So, giving thanks to the Father which has made us able, that says meet, but change, if you change that word to able, Able to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. I'll tell you what: if you look through this word, you look through this, it's filled with our inheritance. Right. Oh my gosh! I <laughs> I brought one of my old notebooks. What I don't know. I had put this. Um, if you are born again, you're the temple of the Holy Ghost. One day I just start writing on the inside cover. (laughs) If you're born again, you're the temple of the Holy Ghost and you're the very dwelling place of God. You are bone of his bone. You are flesh of his flesh. You are one spirit with him. It says that in Corinthians. You're one spirit with him if you are born again. You live and move and have your being in him. You are delivered. Okay, we're going to read this pretty soon. In fact, it's the next verse. Uh, Giving thanks to the Father, which has made us able to be a partaker of the inheritance of the saints in light. Here it is, the very thing I wrote down here. Who has, is that past or present tense? Has delivered us from the power of darkness. There's a lot of darkness in the United yes, States there is. right now. Yes, there is. There's a lot of darkness all over. Amen. And, I mean, I'm hearing stuff this morning. I've Well, I shouldn't even tell you. <laughs> but you know what? We can't be afraid. That's why we got to have this relationship with Christ. Is that um, <laughs> Chase has closed down a lot of, like, um, Godly bank accounts, g- people that are charitable organizations or religious. Oh, guess who has, Chase? <laughs> this church. Anyway, but you know what? They might ignore us. We're probably not big enough. But, but it's because it's run by other things. And um, yeah, and they just, you know, somebody came there and, they, and he said, well, your, uh, your bank account's closed. What? And he said, I was going to make a deposit, and he says, well, we'll give you back uh, the money that was left in there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And not only that, they do have access, because of a a legislative law, to your bank account to look at it. They can look how much money you have now in your bank account. And if one of your relatives haven't paid their taxes, they may just take it out without asking you. How do they even know you're their the relative? Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, you miss it? It's gone. I'll tell you what. Get a relationship with Christ that's so solid right now because God will protect you. Just what, Sonia, what you were talking about, you're not here. <laughs> she must have gone to the children's. Anyway, but... When you get that relationship, you can trust him with all your heart. And don't lean to your own understanding. And I'm not trying to bring fear. See, and that's what we have to avoid is the fear of all of this. Because God will protect us. He's on our side. And that's why I want you to know who you are in Christ. You, Okay, verse 13. Who has delivered us, f- has past tense from the powers of darkness, and he has translated us into the kingdom of God's dear son. Amen. Do you know what kingdom that is? That's the kingdom of heaven. Okay, here we are walking on the earth, but we're ambassadors for Christ. That's what we are. We're ambassadors for Christ. We're representatives of heaven. Do you know that in Ephesians 1, 3, it says that we are blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. Now, sometimes you have to look up other translations. I always wondered what that meant. Finally, a translation came out. It's called the Norley Translation, and it says we are blessed with everything that heaven already enjoys. However, most of us aren't enjoying it. (laughs) So we're redeemed from three things. Spiritual death, poverty, and sickness and disease. Okay, and so, but those two, the poverty, sickness, and disease thing is one of those that God wants us to have. And he will protect you. I didn't expect to tell you that about the banks, but I'm, About this stuff, and I just happened—it was Mario, Mario Marullo. Yeah. So, see, but we're blessed with everything that heaven already enjoys. If you're a tither, that's why it's good to be a tither right now. Amen. Um, On one of these nights, or I don't know, maybe on a Wednesday night, I'll show you what uh, Craig Field from Canada. Some of you know Craig Field, and he talked about tithing. Have you watched that? Oh, my gosh. He went way back in the Old Testament all the way through, through, because you'll be protected, even in the millennium. See, you are blessed with everything that heaven already enjoys. You know, and as a little girl in a denomination church, we had to learn the Lord's Prayer by heart. And so uh, we still we still know it, <laughs> Amen. Amen. but it's it's one part. All of a sudden, it it uh, hit me. Yeah. Now I'm i got I've got to say that Thy kingdom come, Thy will, Thy kingdom come. His kingdom has come, because Jesus has come. Jesus was born. Thy will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. I went, God. you know, see, we go, our father, uh, hello be thy name, the name, you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't even know what you're saying. Do you see, that's the difference between religion and Christianity and a relationship with God. You want to say the words, say it to Him. thy will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. And you know what, in uh, Philippians 3.20, it actually says that we're citizens of heaven with citizenship rights on the earth. You know what, Jesus walked, they were trying to kill him, they were going to push him down the hill. He walked right through them. Yeah, he did. He did. And it's because he said he was God's son. But see, we're blessed with everything that heaven already enjoys. I could give you more scriptures than that on it. He has delivered us, past tense, from the powers of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of God's dear son. It is the kingdom of God. See, in whom we have, the next verse, redemption through his blood we were rescued we were redeemed we have rights because of the blood even the forgiveness of sins who is the image of the invisible God the firstborn of all creation now see the redemption that we have when we received okay for 40 years, I was at a denominational church, and nobody ever told me that I was supposed to receive Jesus in my heart. Yeah. No way. It was all by works. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yep. and then I found out that we should say, Jesus, come into our, our heart and be my Lord and Savior. Take over my life. Lord. And I was 40 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And that was 43 years ago. Oh. Almost 44. <laughs> and so, you know what? After all these years and looking into this and reading this from beginning to end over and over and over and over. Yeah, somebody somebody uh, took a Bible. I gave it to them to take to the homeless shelter and they, t- they took it themselves. It was 365 days of reading and they completed it. <laughs> and she started in June, right? June. (laughs) See, and that's what you have to do. You really do not know what's in it unless you get through it. But God, okay, so then, you know, all right. There's another one, and I, someone even called me right before I left. Um, But, okay, I gave him this scripture, but It says, and it's in Colossians 2, and I can't think where it's at right now, but I know it by heart. (laughs) It said, Jesus, because of his blood on the mercy seat up in heaven. And he did. He took his blood. His blood is alive, and it's on the mercy seat. And it's like a courtroom. (laughs) And it says, Jesus presents you Let's say that. Uh, Let me introduce you to David Stevens. God the Father. He just received Jesus as his Lord and Savior. And you know what? God looks at him holy, as holy, and faultless, and blameless. When I read that, that's in the Amplified Bible. But it says he, he sees him, you know, and we think sometimes we beat ourselves up. I mean, yeah. I do too. Yeah. I still have to get over that. But you beat yourself up because of mistakes you make. Yeah. You know what? But God throws them in the... S- if you repent, yeah. and once you become a Amen. Christian, you need to repent. Amen. 1 John 1.9 says, yes. if you confess your sins, he is faithful. He is just to forgive you and cleanse you. From all unrighteousness, yeah. and so you go to him and you say, "Lord, I goofed up." You know, talk to him. Yeah. 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 I had to tell somebody this morning, yeah. and then forgive yourself. Yeah. A lot of times, you have to forgive right. yourself, yeah. 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 Amen. and he he restores you immediately. In yeah. one of the in Micah, is that Micah? The, it Micah that says he throws your sins? into a sea of forgetfulness. But when he died on that cross and took your sins, he took all of them. All of every single person from Adam until the last baby being born. See, this whole thing is real. He presents you holy. Danny, faultless and blameless in front of God the Father. And you look like whoo, sparkling white. See, so he wants his will to be done on the earth as it is in heaven. You see, when he ascended up into heaven, he says, now you go. You go and cast out demons. You speak with new tongues. If You take up serpents. If you drink any deadly thing, it will not harm you. You lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover, and I will be with you. I will be with you as you follow my word. He gave us authority. I could say Luke 10:19. He said, Behold, I give you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the teeny tiny ability of the enemy. He gave us the power. He turned it over to us, seeing everybody think, Huck, oh, God doesn't answer me. He never heals me. He never gives me money. He never does. First of all, you have to ask the Father in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And you always ask the Father in the name of Jesus. Some people just say, Jesus, ask the Father in the name yeah. of Jesus. Because yeah. yeah. Jesus came to exalt his Father. And you have to ask him. And then take authority over spirits of darkness. And they're out there. You mean you believe in demons? <laughs> um, you know what? People, God is sovereign according to what he has written in here. But see, if you don't read it, you don't know what he's written. <laughs> you really don't. And... Um, God is sovereign according to his word. He cannot change any word he ever spoke. And do you know, when Jesus walked the earth, he only spoke what he heard his father tell him to speak. He only did what his father told him to do. He never did anything else. And we can actually get to a point. You know, there's a rapture. But not everybody's going to be raptured, not just because they're born again; Amen. they have to be following God. Amen. It's it's a, it's a, with with a, like a, a double <laughs> following. Yes, it is. And you see Amen. what what the I mean what's going on in the earth is like. Oh my gosh! Oh. <laughs> you know, is about? I said, Lord. If I didn't know about her, I'd ask you to take me home. (laughs) Take me up. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not done yet. (laughs) But, okay. So, you know, there's scriptures like greater is John. 1 John 4, 4. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Who is this I was talking about in the world? It's the Antichrist spirit. It's an antichrist spirit. An antichrist will come, but there are anti-anointing spirits right now in the earth, trying to make people do cuckoo things. I mean, all this stuff about the children. Oh my gosh! You know what? Ugh. Okay, how about uh, uh, there's uh, in First John 4:17 it says, "As God is." So are you in this world. Now, he's speaking, though, to born-again people. So, I, you know what? See, the name of Jesus belongs to you as a believer. You know, I was a POA for somebody, a power of attorney for someone in a nursing home. And, um, but see, you're a POA for Jesus on the earth. You can use his name. Okay, we have a right to that name because we were born into the family of God. Amen. You're born into the family of God. And the name belongs to the family. Amen. Amen. Amen? And you were baptized in the name, in that name. And being baptized into the names you are it means you are baptized into Christ himself. Amen. Amen. Maybe somebody wasn't baptized. I mean, it's like... If, let's just say, somebody 90 years old never received Jesus and, and uh, it, so all of a sudden they're dying and somebody leads them to the Lord, well, you don't have to be baptized to go to heaven. Right. Right. What it is, it's an outward showing to the demons of hell and to the saints up in heaven and to the people on earth that you have made Jesus the Lord of your life. That's, right. yeah. That's, right. That's, right. Amen. That's right. what it is. But if you never get baptized, you'll still. Yes, you should be baptized in the Holy Ghost then after you are born again. Okay, so we have the name of Jesus on us by Jesus himself. And he gave us the power of authority just like a power of attorney. And we're commissioned, actually commissioned as ambassadors to go and preach the name of Jesus among the nations. God wants to use us there's in, I know in California with Mario Murillo there's a lot of stuff he has tent meetings thousands of people are getting healed just like that getting delivered from drugs there's there's revival going on in the earth now all of this really What am I saying all this <laughs> Whew, where do I start I didn't expect to say all this okay <laughs> Okay, so I'm just going to start with Adam. (laughs) Adam was the first man, and he did the unthinkable thing, and he sold out the earth, and the dominion and authority that he had, and he gave it to the devil. And it was such a legal thing that he did it on such a legal basis that they that you couldn't just annul that contract. It was a covenant. So, see, okay, so then in 2nd, it says the devil, okay, then became the God of this world. Yep. And it says in 2nd Corinthians 4 4, he still is the God of the world system. Yeah. So, that's another thing. When you get born again, don't go to the world system for your answers. Come on. I know I say that over and over and over, but don't go to the world system. The first thing you should do is look at here and see what it says about it. Amen. So, I mean, I can tell you all kinds of things. I had cancer. I had cancer. You see, <laughs> never took the chemo. Did had the cancer removed, but never took chemo or that. I refused it because I know it would deplete me. But here I am, this is 2012, still healthy and strong. (laughs) For example, they said, well, they don't do colonoscopies. I shouldn't talk about this, but I will. (laughs) They said they don't do colonoscopies on people over 80. And they said, but you're so so strong and healthy. And I went, that's okay, I don't want one. (laughs) I don't need one. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, she told me that. that was just a month ago. <laughs> so, see, whew. okay, so when, when, when Satan sold us out, I mean, when Adam sold us out to Satan, it was legal. And spiritual death happened, the separation from man and God, and Satan's nature was passed down to, from the devil into man. Everybody born on the earth has that nature or the tendency to sin. Something had to be done. Yep. So that whole thing had to be restored. Yep. Yeah. And God came up with a great plan called redemption. Praise God. <laughs> but Satan didn't know for sure what it meant. In in Genesis 3:15. On, when yeah. okay, when all, all this happened. Uh, between Adam and Eve, and, and God came into the garden, and, and uh, he said, we're, uh, what have you guys been doing? <laughs> yeah, on, You're naked. <laughs> you know what? They lost their glory. They were covered with glory, yeah. Yeah. and you, could, you know, there was no shame, there was nothing, and suddenly, Amen. when they sinned and, and disobeyed God and ate from the tree, okay, so he said, I will put enmity, whoops, 315, I'll just say, I read it, wrote it out. I will put enmity, which means hatred, hostility, antagonism between you and the woman. What woman? And between your seed and her seed. Her seed. And he shall bruise your head. He talked to the devil, and you shall bruise his heel. Okay, Jesus was nailed to the cross. And when we speak his word, we put the devil under our feet and under his feet. Bruising the head means breaking the lordship of a ruler. He destroyed the dominion. He destroyed the dominion of the devil. However, the devil is still active on the earth, and that's what causes the storms and people people getting sick and cancer or whatever. You know what? Or and all these things. That's who causes it. God is a good God. He's one billion zillion percent good. And he cannot put those things on you, and he would not do it. Why would he do it when he died a torturous death? Okay, so then God began to speak through the prophets about a redeemer. You know, and she she was uh, Sonia was saying something about sometimes you have to speak things. You have to speak your joy even when you don't feel like it. Because those prophets had to speak, there'll be a redeemer, there'll yeah. be a redeemer yeah. for f- over 400 years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you know Emmanuel means with us. Yeah. Incarnation means God with us. He yeah. died so God could come to live inside of us. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what Emmanuel means. It's the union of God. It's actually the union, do you know what the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit all live within you. If you ask Jesus to come into your heart, they they come in. And even when you goof up. There, I, mean, I keep saying that because that sometimes if you think about that, that might make you enough not to do it. Oh my gosh. He saw me commit adultery. No. <laughs> I, I mean, I, did, I didn't do that. But, but, you know, but see, God will still forgive. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay, let's go to Luke 1, 26 to 38 for now. We're going to get into Christmas now. <laughs> No, uh, let's use the Amplified. Okay. Oh, Thank you. Now, the sixth month after that, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee named Nazareth to a girl never having been married and a virgin engaged to be married to a man whose name was Joseph, a descendant of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. Yeah. And he came to her and he said, Hail, O favored one, endued with grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed, favored of God, are you before all other the women. And when she saw him, she was greatly troubled and disturbed and confused at what he said and kept revolving in her mind what such a greeting might mean. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found grace, and that grace is free, spontaneous, absolute favor, and loving kindness with God. And listen, you're going to become pregnant, <laughs> Would you? and will give birth to a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, and he will be great, eminent, and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his forefather, David." And he will reign over the house of Jacob throughout the ages, and of his reign there shall be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no intimacy with any man as a husband? Then the angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you like a shining cloud. And so the holy, pure, sinless thing, the offspring, which shall be born of you, will be called the son of God. And listen, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has conceived a son. And this is now the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God, nothing is ever impossible. And I love that scripture. Do you hear that? With God, nothing is ever, use it for everything, never impossible and no word. What's the word? The word of God. Jesus. Jesus is the word. Here. What's the word? Jesus. But what's this? I'm holding up. Yeah. The Bible. Oh, I've heard this over and over. Come on. Come on. This is important. I don't care how late you stayed up. I got three Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay. So For with God, nothing is ever impossible, and no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. Then Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaiden of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to what you have said. And the angel left her. The word of God was spoken. That word of God that was spoken by the angel was the sperm of or the seed. Right. Right what I'm trying to tell you, when you speak the word, yes. This, yes. Is right. this is seed. This is like a sperm that will actually Amen. develop and cause answers. Amen. <laughs> okay, see, people today say, well, that couldn't have happened. They approach it biologically when it was both spiritual and biologically. See, Mary conceived the incorruptible seed of God's word. And first Peter, and these are all scriptures because first Peter says that the word of God cannot, it's incorruptible. See, you can plant seed outside and that seed like in a garden and some of the seeds, they always said to put, I mean, I think when they plant corn, do they put two of them in all the time? Yeah, Farmers. whoa i noticed that it's like never used to be that way when i was a little girl anyway but that that seed can corrupt but the word of god is incorruptible when you use it for finances for your healing for see people don't know this and they don't use it that's what God wants. Mary conceived the incorruptible seed of God's word spoken by the angel by believing the angel through an act of the God kind of faith. She said, be it done unto me according, well, I'm to thy word. Now, that, that sounds familiar from Romans 10, 9 and 10. It says that if, Romans 10, 9 and 10, you can put it up there, if you can get it up there, uh, out of the King James, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Here's the whole deal. If you believe it in your heart and never say it with your mouth, doesn't work. Or if you bel- you say it with your mouth just to get rid of somebody and never believe it in your heart, it doesn't work. Even the sa- some of the people in the Sanhedrin um, would they didn't want to they didn't want to uh, confess it. They didn't want the Sanhedrin to know. That they really believed in Jesus. So he met him in the middle of the night. What was his name? Somebody help me. Anyway, well, Nicodemus, yeah. And he met, met him in the middle of the night. Because, but see, did he confess it? He probably confessed it in front of Jesus with his mouth, but did, did he tell people? You have to do both. It's, it's very serious. Like you might go knocking on doors. We used to knock on doors way back. <laughs> oh, boy. You get some persecution. Who do you think you are, God? <laughs> no? <laughs> I can remember that, that house. that The girl in that house wanted to receive Jesus. And somebody from way back in the room, back way back there, come running up and say, get out of here it And you know what? She just sneaked out of the house and ran after us. <laughs> and she received the Lord. <laughs> she, was, she was older too, maybe 20. <laughs> See, so, so believe in your heart. You have to believe it in your heart. Say it with the mouth. Every scripture you have to. By his stripes you are healed. I got to believe that in my heart and say it with my mouth. Do you see what I'm talking about? The same way you receive Jesus is the same way you receive healing. The same way you receive finances. The same way where you receive anything that you're praying for with God. Okay, so she said, be it done unto me according to your will. In Mark 11:23, 23, and you can put that up there, King James. And it says, verily, Jesus said these words. He tells us how the God kind of faith works. Uh-oh. Faith is not a religion. Nope. Not a religion. <laughs> faith is the substance of things we hope for, the evidence of things we don't see yeah, yet. Right right. Okay, so Mark eleven twenty three 23 says, For verily I say to you, whosoever shall say to this mountain, this problem, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea. And if you shall not doubt with your heart, but shall believe that whatsoever you say, (laughs) it shall come to pass. So, cancer. Oh my gosh, I got cancer. Oh my gosh, I, got... I didn't say one word because I knew that's not the way to handle it. I never told anybody except him. And then right before the surgery, my husband, and right before the surgery, I told my family. And uh, uh, so, you know, it was not easy to keep your mouth shut, it was not easy. But I wanted and I got in the scriptures. Oh my gosh. Dodie Osteens, Charles Caps, <laughs> all of them. Every day, more than once a day. And I had at least he said you had three months. And you better you better do something in three months or else that's gonna get worse and worse. Okay. So okay. In fact, well, that's all right. But that that was a lesson to be learned. See So whosoever shall say, and not doubt in his heart. See, now God found a woman that would both believe and say, be it done unto me according to your word. Not according to your feelings, not according to a doctor's report, not according to logic, not according to what other people say. Uh, Not, 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 not according to uh, anything like that. It could could go on and on and on. Not according to any of that stuff. Mary conceived the word in her heart, and she went to Elizabeth's house and told her. So see, she believed it in her heart. She said it with her mouth. She had to say it to Elizabeth. Okay, so now. Oh, I'm not, yeah, I didn't get that part yet. That's Romans 10, 9, and 10 again. You believe it in your heart, you say it with your mouth. You believe it in your heart, you say it with your mouth. All scripture. Everything you, you need from God is you have to believe it in your heart, say it with your mouth. That's how faith comes. Okay, so let's go to... Um, Okay, Luke 1, 45, just jump to verse 45. It says, and blessed, happy, to be envied is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of the things that were spoken to her from the Lord. And now jump to verse 49. And Mary said this. She said, for he who is almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name to be venerated in his purity, majesty, and glory. How did she know? She believed the word sent from God by the angel. Now, you know what I'm trying to tell you here? At the end of the... Anybody have those 101 healing scriptures? I I mean, I say them. I, okay, this is what I say. Put verse thirty-eight and forty-five together. Let it be done unto me, Lord, according to Your will. For Your word, for you, Your word says that there shall be a performance and a fulfillment of those things You have said in Your word, Lord. Amen. You can say the same thing Mary said. Put them together. I mean, I don't know. I just to me, I, I was, it was like, and then be it done unto me according to your will, Lord. And I just told you your will. His will is his word. Well, maybe it wasn't his will to heal him. No, 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 no. He, he died on the cross. He was beaten for your healing. <laughs> himself, bear my sins in his own body on the tree that I being dead to sin, might come alive to righteousness Now that was, he took your sins and you could get born again, but he added, and by the stripes, by the blows, by the beating that came on him, you are healed. So her, but Mary's own words revealed her faith. He has done great things to me. And Mary conceived God's word in her spirit. And once it was conceived in her spirit, the Word started to manifest in her physical body. Woohoo! <laughs> the Word can manifest in your physical body too. See, the same thing can happen to you. And the Bible says the Word was made flesh. So the embryo in Mary's womb was the Word of God. Jesus is the Word of God. And it took, and Jesus took flesh on himself in John 1, 14 and says, the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, at the beginning of John 1, it, yeah. in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. The word, this, the words in here are God and he doesn't change he can't change, he will not, he won't change. See, okay, so, so Jesus was the living word and still is, and the word is in flesh form. He is the seed of righteousness planted in the earth, in you. And Mary dared to believe it and receive the seed sent from God. Okay, so do you believe and receive? God's word can get you healed. It can get you saved. It can get answers to you. It can get you filled with the Holy Ghost. And it's the same way the miraculous conception took place. But I mean, okay, now see, I know this. (laughs) But there, and I'm just telling you, I'm still, my little old flesh wants to rise up. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes it's just... <laughs> like, like the other day it didn't feel good just, and, and I you know sometimes I don't always get you know do this either but I'm telling you it works when I do, well tell me when they said I had cancer I did it woo I went oh no 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 no! I'm not done I'm not done with my life that was in the 70s then but uh, mm-mm Mm -mm. (laughs) No, I I just wanted to continue to do this. Okay, so, what? Any believer that will conceive that word, you actually conceive it in there, but you got to say it with your mouth out loud in your own time, you know, Uh, concerning salvation, concerning healing, concerning finances, concerning your children, concerning all kinds of things. A job you need, a car you need, a house you need, you know? It will eventually manifest in their physical bodies, like healing. If you conceive God's word concerning prosperity, prosperity will manifest itself in business affairs. Prosperity manifested itself. When I bought this church with 35 people, and it was $650,000. What am I doing? (laughs) See, and it's paid for. Then <laughs> the parking lot's paid for, and all this stuff was paid for, and all this is paid for, and paid, for paid for, paid for, paid for, and it's a miracle. <laughs> See, God will manifest Himself. Now, First Peter one twenty-three says, "You can put it up there in the Amplified." But you see, the seed the woman conceived that Mary conceived was incorruptible; it cannot be destroyed. You have been regenerated or born again, not from a mortal origin or a seed or sperm, but from one that is immortal. Now, mortal means death bound. Immortal beings, death is gone. Yeah. By the ever living and lasting word of God. Yes. Amen. It just reminds me of that scripture in Romans, too. It says, yeah, 8 elephant, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me. Hallelujah. And that spirit yes. can make alive my liver. Can make alive my stomach, can make alive my heart. Yes. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you if you're born again. And it and it says and it can quicken your mortal body, because God lives in it. But see, that's a spirit that the Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. That was the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit lives in you. That's a good scripture to use. <laughs> Okay. I know this is, okay. It's the ever, it's, it's, okay, let's be, the seed and the woman was incorruptible. You can't be destroyed. Neither can this word be destroyed. You can, you can burn all the Bibles up and the word is Jesus. In the beginning was the word, the word was God, the word was God. If the word is God, God can't be destroyed. See it took flesh and Jesus Christ was born of a virgin through a miraculous conception by faith. That's the God kind of faith we can have if we believe it in our heart and say it with our mouth. Oh. Now, one reason he had to be Jesus had to be born of a virgin was the bloodline was from the is always from the father. And the life of the flesh is in the blood. The death of the flesh is also with the blood. I mean, okay, so when someone passes, what do they do? Come on. Yeah. They drain the blood. Yeah. So the life of the flesh is in the blood, right. see? Because Adam's choice. See, okay, wake yourself up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After Adam sinned, every child born from Adam till now, and yeah. you know that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Jesus Christ had the body of a man, we did that last Sunday, but was anointed by the Holy Spirit. And they say, Well, I don't understand why Jesus had to be born on the earth. Why didn't he God just come down here and destroy the devil? The devil is a spirit, and this was done on such a legal basis, and he couldn't give he he couldn't because God gave his dominion to Adam, his rule, and he and Adam gave it to the devil. So he had to come in the form of a man with the body of a man to legally redeem us and rescue us. The only difference between he came as a human being. He he, he forfeited all his rights of heaven and came down. People don't know that. I never knew that until I studied this out. And the only difference between him and us and human beings is he never sinned, right, right. and what he did. Right. And this made it perfectly legal for Jesus to destroy the works of the devil because he had no sin in him. So every person born after Adam's sin was born in sin and needs a savior. Jesus had no earthly father, and the bloodline followed the father. And that's what made the virgin birth a must did you know uh, medical science says no blood passes from the mother to the child isn't that something i mean because there's that umbilical cord and you'd think the blood would but it doesn't it does not pass the blood type is always the same as the father so the embryo in mary's womb was the word of god yeah it is Jesus had pure blood filled with life because God was his father. Amen. So he had the bloodline of God in his veins. And the Bible calls him the son of the highest, the son of God, Emmanuel. Now I know, I mean, maybe this is all, I'm almost done. So it's, can you stay awake just for five minutes? <laughs> I'm sorry. I said something to Pastor Ike once and he said are you kidding I go to every one of them and wake them up (laughs) I went oh (laughs) he actually does you know what because this is like so important it's so important you have no think about what's happening in the United States think of what our future might be I was a little girl during World War II. And I remember communism. Oh, they beat it in our head in school. Don't ever get into communism. Don't. They called it communism. Socialism is a nice name for it. It's horrible. You want, you want all your money? See, look at it. even that money-taking right now. They passed that bill. I just pray, God, all of ours is protected. Amen. And it will be if you tithe. Yes. I, am, I guarantee you. Yes. Don't hold back on that. Yes. I'm not saying that because I want money. Because we do That's it. Right. We right. way over tithe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, otherwise, uh, just for that sake, the word is so important. And people, do, I never understood any of this. And most people don't. And I'm giving you Bible college course, and I never went. I studied this out myself and read and read and read and read books, 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 books over Kenneth Hagin's especially. So see, he is, if he had an earthly father, he would have had death in his blood. But Jesus was born of a virgin and had no death in him. See, they, you know what? They tried to kill Jesus several times. I talked about the one where they were going to shove him over the hill. He walked right back through him. He passed right through him. We may be able to do that if somebody's trying to kill us. <laughs> See, there was no death in him. There was only life until he yielded to the death on the cross. In, I'll, I mean, I can prove it by scripture. John 10, 18, and he said to Herod, you don't put it up there. No man takes my life unless I give it to him. Amen. They could not even kill him until he submitted to it. And that's why they said, it says in Isaiah 53, or no, in 52, it actually said, he was he was so... Um, in the crucifixion, he was—he looked worse than any man that had ever been crucified. Yeah. He didn't look—he looked like a rag, because yeah. yeah. <sighs> he had so much life in him. Because he was the Word, and the Word has life in him. The Word has answers in him. He had the life of God flowing in, and it gave his life as a sin offering for every man in the world. So the perfect Lamb of God was slain for our sins and he is the living word <laughs> and you have to trust him. Yeah, yeah, trust him with all your heart. Yeah, yeah. There, there is so much. I even brought some of you. Did you ever get this book? Yeah. I mean, I go yeah. over it and over it and over it and yellow and, yeah, yeah. and it just keeps making more and more sense. Uh-huh. You know what? In, like right here it says, it is proof, okay, every person who has taken Christ as Savior in the mind of God is a victor over the devil. Exactly. Exactly. Every person. Amen. Um, Amen. When Jesus broke the bars of death, having conquered death, Satan and sin, it was our victory. Now, in these pages, it says, you know what? And we died with him. Yeah. Yeah. We were beaten with him, but we didn't feel it. Right. Maybe it says, oh yeah, okay, here, down here it says. Yeah. We were crucified with him. We died with him. We were buried with him. We suffered with him. But we didn't have to feel it. Then we were justified with him. Remember what I said justified meant? Yes. He looks at you just as if you had never yes. sinned. Amen. Amen. You were made alive with him. You, you conquered Satan with him. And then you were raised up together with him. Now this scripture, Ephesians 2, 6, it says he raised you up with him and he made you to sit with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That is the highest place of authority in the universe. You have authority. And you need to take that authority. You have authority over all principality, power, might, dominion, and every name that's named, the name of rulers, the names of sicknesses and disease. It says that in Ephesians. These are all scriptures. I don't preach without scripts or teach without scripture. whatever I'm doing. I got to prove everything and you, you should do, but there's so much in there and we have so much power, but if you've got to know who you are and what he has done for you, because hardly anybody is saying this or telling people. Because they're getting mad people get mad at God. Where'd you take my son? He didn't take my son. The devil did. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. He doesn't Where'd you put cancer on me? <laughs> I probably put it on myself. I probably opened the door somewhere. Seriously. I did probably. And it could have it could have been just, you know, simple things done. Right. Like not you know, yeah. <laughs> I know you're all laughing at me that know me. <laughs> it's the truth. Admit it and quit it. <laughs> I goof up all the time. But see, God is a loving God. And his word is true. It's absolutely true. And it's seed. His word, okay. <sighs> Hebrews this is our, our mascot for this church <laughs> Hebrews 4:12 says the Word of God is alive and it's powerful and it's sharper than a two-edged sword, a two-bladed knife and it divides asunder between our soul, our mind, our will, our own emotion and the intents of our heart you know, I was thinking about you okay, you are a spirit being. You have a soul and you live in a body. When you get born again, your spirit man is the the, the part that you should be living on. I actually think you should put it up there. I'd say so. And then I'm gonna close with that. Okay. Amen. I'll even close this up. <laughs> Oh, do you know? Oh, no. What I meant, honey, was uh, the graph. graph, graph. Mm -hmm. Okay. But. (laughs) Okay, then why don't things happen? Because you are a spirit and your spirit is filled with Christ. But you have a soul. You have a mind, will, and emotion. And most of the time, a lot of people never get into this. I know people who are 25 years, because they said I was born again 25 years ago, and they didn't even know that Jesus lived in him. I mean, I went, what? And never get into this. They never get into this. They never look at it. You may be something there, but... You're not going to have any victory. Okay, that's how your spirit looks. It says, your father is the devil before you're born again. And if you think I'm wrong, Jesus told the the what should I say, the pastors of the church in Jerusalem. He said in, in John eight forty four, your father is the devil my father was the devil and that's what my spirit looked like and the second you believe it and say it with your mouth and it's real turns white he comes to live in your spirit but then you have a soul and that's the part if your soul doesn't submit to the spirit and it submits to the flesh you sin (laughs) even though Jesus lives in you So it's your mind, and you know, the mind is a huge thing. That's the thing that the enemy attacks. The devil attacks your mind. He attacks your soul area. A lot of people think soul and spirit. I can prove your spirit, soul, and body by a scripture in Thessalonians too. It said, preserve your whole spirit, soul, and body. Be preserved to the coming of Christ. And it says it right there, you got a spirit, soul, and body. (laughs) See, most people mix the soul and the spirit, but the spirit gets born again. That's like the core of your being. (laughs) Your soul is your mind, will, and emotions. Now the will, you have a free will. God's not going to mess with it. He gave you a free will. Actually, the devil doesn't. He tries to make you do junk. And that, that will has to be way, renewed with this, right, yeah. reprogrammed like a, a you know, you're a computer, your brain's a computer, yes. and stuff gets in there, and it stays in there. Mind, your will, your emotions. Your emotions can get way out of whack without the Word of God also. They can. Um, I can, I can remember like, yeah. And now you can control them. If you get into the word, it'll heal your mind. See, Sandy gave that scripture. It says, think on things that are true. Well, you know what? Jesus himself said in a scripture, my word is truth. Your report from the doctor. (laughs) It was not exactly truth, but what was in here was truth. (laughs) Okay, and you have a body. This body, when it falls to the ground, that soul and that spirit go up there or down there. The body is buried in the ground. (laughs) See, and your soul is, is kind of a, uh, that's a... That's the part that needs to get into the Word. That's it it yeah. needs to be... Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Well, well amen. That's, good, that's it. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> good. Good. But see, all of this is because Jesus came yeah. as a baby. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to make it legal. Yeah. You know? And that's why the angels were so glad... Because there was there, God, you know, because of Adam's sin, we were divided away from God. And that night he came, a bridge came for us to go to heaven. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, you know what? I don't know if there's anyone in here that has never received Jesus or actually asked them into him into their hearts. I'm just going to ask you if if you'll come and or or maybe, you know, you've backslidden. And, you know, I love using that scripture in uh, Revelation. It says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if any man come and sup with me, We are, he is mine and I am his. But see, the whole thing is the door of your spirit, the hand, the doorknob is inside you. He can't just turn it and come in. And he won't unless you open the door. And that's another thing. I had, I mean, my parents were strict about going to church and I'm glad they were. I was baptized when I was a baby, which doesn't do you a hell of beans. But but they but, and then they say, well, you you're going to heaven because nah, nah. <laughs> sprinkle sprinkle sprinkle. Hey man, I'm going to murder somebody. I'm going to take drugs. I'm going <laughs> to. You think that person's going because he was baptized when he was a baby? Ah, no. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't even make sense. And that's the kind of stuff I used to think about as a little girl. I think I was eight years old and I would be asking questions, they went, (laughs) you know. Anyway, you, what what else? I almost lost my train of thought there again. No, I have have it, but um, okay. So I went even to a parochial school, even a parochial or or a religious university. Graduated from it, and <laughs> um, and uh, so none of that did be any. I mean, it you know, it just that wasn't where it was at. Right. But what I saw when I was forty years, I thought all we're doing is is. It's, it's like, behold, I stand at the door and knock. And see, if Jesus would come in, where, do you know him well? Or like, like, for example, I guess I use the president and I use like, like uh, football players and famous people, movie stars, basketball player, all that stuff. And do you know them well enough to invite them over for dinner? No. Behold, I come, you know, I stand at the door and knock. And I want to sup with you. I want to have dinner with you, God said. That's what he said. So all we did is catechism classes, is learn about him. But I never knew him well enough. And that's the way I like to say, that is the difference. Now I know him. And I talk to him. Like I would talk to somebody I love. You know, and and I get you get frank with him. He saw it all anyway. (laughs) He saw everything you did. (laughs) So you just be real with him, but get into the word also. And this is what's such a shame. And and I know I mean uh, that so many people were dumbed down about and not able to read very well. And that that's. But you know what? You, can, you do now, though. See, that's what the whole thing. I, I know people that started it here and read. Yeah. And so you have got to do that. Yeah. That was a ploy of the enemy yes, for this. You know what? It all stems to the church yeah. of the born-again church of people throughout the world. Yes. That's where it all stems. The whole education system, the whole thing that's happening in the United States now is to stop him. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's about. It's about no other thing. So much has to do with that. See, you come to know him real well. <laughs> and you know what he's done for you. And that's what's, what's so fun. And so that's why you scream and yell and go, Hallelujah! <laughs> because he's done so many things. And see, it's, it's, a, it's a simple thing, and you can do it by yourself at home. You could just say, God, I, I, I come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. But then, this is what he wants you to do. He wants to become Lord of what you put in your mouth. He wants to become Lord of what you put in your ears. And see, that's a process, though. He'll forgive you, and it's a process of, of getting rid of some of the things that are harming you, even harming your body. Because without a body, how could I walk around here? How could I still be doing this? You see what I mean? He wants you to take care of it, too. And he, what, what are you putting in your, on your eyes on TV or on the, on the internet? You know, what? What? He wants you to get rid of all that stuff. And it's not a matter of a little compromise here and there. He'll forgive you, but see after a while if it just keeps going on and on and on and on. And then all your time is wasted and you never get into this either. It's, It's making him Lord of your life. And actually it's more fun. 40 years in the world... And I was ornery, (laughs) sort of ornery. (laughs) No, I mean, I was just like, you know, let's go. I was never like this. (laughs) I never was. I probably gave my parents the most, I was the youngest one and gave them the most trouble. (laughs) And so did you, Mary. And here we are, these good Christians. (laughs) That's the kind of people he uses. (laughs) So, you know, you just ask him to come in there and then ask him to help you. Be honest with him. Right, Denise? You just just start talking to him. I remember when she got him, (laughs) she received him. She was so happy. And, you know, and she just talks to him like the best friend she has but get into this too and use scripture, you know, because it's really important. Amen. 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 So, amen.